This is the Sheep Guarding Llama Podcast for Thursday, November 3rd, 2005. This is episode 15, and I'm your host, Scott Allen Miller, and this is my co-host... Domenica. And we are coming to you more or less live from Walt Disney World in Florida. This is our fourth day here in Florida. Uh, we've been vacationing down here. We've been doing uh, the podcast out of here, and I think it's been pretty exciting. What do you think? I think so. I think, uh, yeah, I think our numbers on uh, Podomatic are showing that uh, people are excited about this. We were, um, and now the stats are a little bit behind. We haven't seen uh, everything, but we are getting uh, a tremendous number of feed views every day. And uh, we were number 48 on the daily, and we were up to number 65 all-time podcast uh, as of the current stats. So, uh, and I think that's at least a day behind. So we're, uh, we're doing pretty well. We're catching up with, uh, with Bob Chrisman at the Jedi Council Speaks. He's up to 62, but we are hot on his tail. We're going to get him. We're going to get him. We might get him today, actually. That would be cool. We, we closed in seven slots on him. So there, Bob. Today. Yep. We were 30 slots ahead of him in the, in the daily rankings. So so if he thinks he can keep his lead, he's going to have to work pretty hard, especially since he doesn't have another show due out for six weeks. Oh, why? Yeah, he does a, two, he, a bi-monthly show. Oh, okay. Yeah, so well, we're... Well, he does have a lot of children. Yes. And we're cheating. So we're doing a daily show to get our numbers up faster. Yes. Yes. We're actually, I believe, we are the only daily show on Podomatic. Oh, really? I'm, I'm pretty sure. I've, hmm. I've checked the top 100 uh, almost every single show, and uh, we are, I'm almost 100% sure, the most prolific uh, podcast on the, on the entire system. So tell the truth. You want to be Jon Stewart, don't you? I, what do you mean? The daily oh, the daily story. show. Yeah, the, the, daily the daily podcast, yes. <laughs> yes, except I'm conservative. Yes. Yes. I just meant that you want to be daily, like I the see. Daily Show. You ruined uh, my joke, man. I Come see. on. Work <laughs> wow. with me here. We're a team. <laughs> it's like pulling teeth. Okay. Um, well, uh, let's get right into what we did today. I think that's what people want to hear. Okay. They want to hear uh, what we did and our take on the parks. Right. Because this is your source for Disney information. At yes. least this week. Yes. And Not it's normally. only a little bit biased. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, our plan today was to go to uh, Disney's MGM Studios, the the tiny park that uh, deals with uh, the, the movie theme, obviously. And uh, when we got to um, our transportation spot, uh, the bus was there for Animal Kingdom. And on the spur of the moment, uh, we kind of decided that we didn't want to wait for the MGM bus, which for all we knew was 10 seconds behind. But uh, we jumped, uh, hopped on the Animal Kingdom bus and off to the Animal Kingdom it was. And I think that was a good decision. Yeah, I think, I think so. Uh, the weather, the weather worked really well with us today. It did. Yes. Yeah, that was great. I mean, it was uh, early this morning. It was a little bit on the warm side, but not bad. And then afternoon, uh, right from twelve o'clock on, it was it was wonderful. Yeah, I mean, it even was really I wasn't nice. I wasn't even too warm. So. No. Yeah. So there, and uh, before we get into that, how are your feet today, Dominica? My feet are pretty good today, Scott. Thank you that's, for asking. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Yes, arch supports. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, uh, arch supports. That's uh, uh, today. Our show is brought to you by Dr. Scholl's. Um, <laughs> uh, if your feet are hurting, uh, Dr. Scholl's gel arch support inserts. Uh, they do wonders. If you're going to Disney World, get arch supports. Yes, okay, definitely. Uh, that's our first tip for the day. Uh, we went into Animal Kingdom, and I've been to the Animal Kingdom before, uh, back in the late '90s, uh, when the park first opened and only about half of it was done, uh, I went and uh, did it then. And it was pretty pathetic at the time. Uh, there were no animals. There were no rides. It was a really boring experience. So um, I was happy to be able to go back and have it be. Actually, I, I think the final word is it's a completely different park today. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was their plan. Yeah, hopefully. You know, well, I think the thing was that they spent all this money and they had a new sh- a new park and it was time to open a new park based on they were opening them like every 10 years. Yeah. And so they were like, okay, well, we have to get this moving. And so they opened it because people were willing to go into it. And, right. But there was nothing there. It wasn't yeah, done. Yeah, there yet. was just nothing. And uh, the park's still not done. And, I mean, none of the parks are absolutely complete, but uh, Animal Kingdom, more than the others, is still expanding outward. Right. Uh, right now, um, the Everest Experience, is that what it's called? No. Expedition Everest. Uh, Have you all noticed that I'm the one who knows the actual well, names of things and Scott doesn't know any actual names? He just makes things up. Which is much like my father, the great Frank Togo, who is very good at making up his own yeah. Well, this names time for I was, I was really careful about memorizing that it was the initials were ee yes and so i came up well, with an ee name you know, Scott, but <laughs> i would have to say that you're skating on thin eggshells uh, i see making things up yep okay so <laughs> i love you dad um moving on to uh africa uh we started off in africa which is uh it, it's the traditional place i think to start uh if you if you don't do discovery island which is good if you do to go to animal kingdom skip over Discovery Island just because it's where everybody starts. Come back to it later yes. and you'll be happier. Um, not that there's anything wrong with it. Not, don't skip it. Some good stuff there. Really right. well done. Yes. Well, actually, honey, you're talking about the Oasis. No, there's nothing in the Oasis. The Oasis is the part before Discovery Island. The Oasis is what we went through with all the birds. Yes. Do that as you walk through. Oh, okay. Yes, but Are then skip the Discovery Island. Yeah. Oh, with the bug thing. You're right. Okay. Yes. I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Okay. Although, be aware that when the parade goes through at 4 o'clock, it pretty much shuts off Discovery Island, and you will be trapped wherever you Uh, are. Yes. If there's a parade, uh, finish your day before the parade. Yes. Unless you want want to see the parade. But, but I mean, finish your day, watch the parade, and get out of there. Right. Because the park does close early. It is a a zoological park, so they, they don't stay open late. Yeah. Um. Uh, but we we started in Africa, uh, which I think avoided the crowds for the most part. We were a little bit later in the day, so there were quite a few people there. Right. But Africa is the busy part of the park right. overall. It's the classic part. It's the part that people know. It's what is advertised the most. Uh, so it just has a mob of people. Uh, and Well, it's the oldest part, it too. Is. It oh, was yeah. the most complete when you were there, I'm sure. Yeah. Actually, Africa was complete when we were there. Oh, okay. Uh, Asia was... was uh, they had bridges that labeled where it was going to be, so we knew it was coming, and it was on all the maps as coming soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rafiki's Planet Watch, which was formerly Conservation Station, was on the maps, Actually, but not there. it's Rafiki's Planet Watch to Conservation Station. Yeah, it used to only be oh. Conservation Station. The well, whole then thing they was. needed to add a character because it's Disney. It, and Rafiki's yes. there. Yes. That was a weird costume. Did you notice his feet? I didn't know. It I didn't. was like a weird... His feet were almost like this whole elaborate baboon costume with, like, sneakers practically is what his feet looked oh, like. It was really strange. That's strange. Yeah. Okay. But we're ahead um, of ourselves a little bit. Uh, and, you know, actually, we didn't start in Africa. We actually started with the Planet Watch. Yes, Which we is did. kind of attached well, to, to Africa. It, it will confuse you. You will believe that you're still in Africa, but they actually consider it a separate section of the park. Right. But you take the train from Africa to yeah. Rafiki's Planet Watch. So it's unlike... Con- conservation Station. Yeah, unlike uh, Magic the Kingdom. The Affection Section, is that what they call something it? Something like... Yeah, yeah, the Affection Section. I believe that's yeah. right. Um, unlike... to alliteration. Yes. Unlike the Magic Kingdom, which has a hub and all the different parts of the park attached to it, mm-hmm. uh... They didn't do that with Rafiki's Planet Watch, and you do have to take it out of Africa 
Right. Right. Um, Which maybe they did only so you could make the out of Africa joke. Well, and they wanted, I think that they wanted to use some of the space behind the scenes because you do get to pass behind um, the actual animal shelter area. Oh, yeah, that's. And part of why uh, this park closes at 5 o'clock is because they bring all of the animals in at night except for some of the reptiles and and a lot of the birds. So all the big animals, it takes them. Right around three hours to get them inside. Yeah, Yeah, two to three hours to get them inside. Yeah, pretty much they bring in the mammals. He said the the tour guide gave it the cat. Oh, you said the mammals. Yes, yes, (laughs) the mammals and the cats. I have a degree in biology. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, they bring in the mammals and some of the reptiles. I think is pretty much what it came down to. Yeah, and a few of the birds. Probably like the ostriches. They probably bring them in. Right, right. Like the big birds. I'm sure. Yeah. so uh, so okay so we started with Rafiki's Planet Watch. But which first is... we got a fast pass. Oh yes, yes to the we safari. went to, yeah, um, and then we went to Rafiki's Planet Watch, which is uh, it, it's a behind the scenes tour. As we said, you take a train ride, and it gives you a view of um, a lot of the the staging area, a lot of the cleaning and feeding areas, and the houses for the large mammals, rhinos, elephants, etc. And uh, that was pretty cool. The train ride's nice. It's very pleasant. Mm-hmm. Uh, well done. Um, it's a one-sided train. You ride sideways because the backside behind you, if you peer through the slats, is uh, uh, definitely not meant to be viewed within the park. Right. Um, they saved a lot of money by only only uh, putting Making plants. Making the train and, face one direction. Yeah, yeah. It, um, it made it a lot better. Yeah. Um, definitely industrial on the other side. Uh, the, I think the conservation station was very nice. I was impressed. It was. It's meant to be a, like a hands-on discovery yeah. kind of place, especially for children. Yeah. I think the I think, main focus is children. I think probably 14 and under will find it the most enjoyable. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, and, of course, as the name implies, it's um, its focus is conservation and things like I, I feel like there was a lot of focus on be careful what you get as a pet like really think of yeah, things they did, before you yeah there was a lot, a lot of focus on that because yeah. I think that they maybe have ended up with some animals that used to be people's pets I think that's what they said about the cotton top tamarins oh maybe that they, they were, were yeah. yeah people want them as pets and let me tell you from experience working at the Utica Zoo that um the tamarins will would rather rip your face off than let you come near them yes. and um, they, they are awfully cute and they, little but they look vicious. like cuddly puppies yes they are not they are not um, not pets <laughs> no um and uh they do have a petting zoo there yep. which was very cute they did they did i think they did it very well yes they did with they have sheep and pygmy goats yep. they're awfully cute they could use some llamas they they definitely need llamas and alpacas yes it's true that would make it much better they don't fit under the same ropes no that's, that's true. i think that might be the the logic yes. there they have these little roped off areas that um keep the people away from the animals when the animals want to escape they can go out from under these ropes but the people can't go past the ropes yep so. Although I think the uh, the best part was one of the goats came out from the ropes and wandered around until a little boy went to pet him. And then he, <laughs> he backed up on the little boy and pooped on his shoe. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. And then another little child ran over and tried to eat the poop very yes. quickly. And people and had to go. And mother went, oh, no. Yeah. There yeah. was a it was a quick save, though. She and got him. And they were like, ew. Yeah. Was, it was funny. It was. Yeah. It was very it was funny. It was pretty funny. Um, so uh, we liked Rafiki's Planet Watch. It was it was well done. There is I did like they have a, an open observation into one of the management offices, into the butterfly 
exhibit. Uh, it's like a, an office for butterfly conservation and into the live veterinarian clinic yep. where so, they do the, the work on the exhibit animals in the park. And we got to see um, Scarlet, the Scarlet Macaw, get her annual checkup. Yeah, her well visit. Yes. Which was uh, interesting, and they had a guide talking about the, the procedure they were going through. So I think that was actually a really good educational yeah, little piece I, right I there. Yeah, I think it's very cool that they um, have an exam room like that that yeah. is open to the public and that they actually let people... Yep. Stand there and watch. Yeah, well, they do have um, shades that will come down very quickly, I noticed, to, oh, to make you? sure if there's, like, a surgery or an emergency right. that they can keep children from viewing Being that. traumatized. But, but yeah. for things like well visits and simpler, uh, safer, uh, less uh, uh, potentially depressing situations they've right. you know they've dealt with that. And I'm sure that. they have other rooms too. It's oh, not I'm like sure. they're only operating rooms. Right, right. Uh, you know, the other thing I thought was neat is they have um, these little, like, uh, TV monitors, and you can switch between. Uh, they have backstage cameras that, like at the rhinos and and the tigers and and gorillas and things, and so you can pick a, pick different cameras and see if you can find some animals behind the scenes and like follow them with the camera. I thought that was kind of cool. that was neat. Yeah, I think if you had uh, had children or had a real inkling to learn a lot more about the zoological operations of the park, you could really hang out there and talk to the rangers and the tour guides who work there, there's definitely a lot of opportunity if you if you wanted to draw out information to get it. Right, and I and I felt like there were quite a few people there, but it wasn't very crowded. And it's air-conditioned, the main building is oh, yes. air-conditioned, although Scott tried to say it wasn't, and I was right as usual, and he was wrong. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, so the air-conditioning is actually very nice because it's one of the few spots you can go to escape in the heat of the day. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that was that pretty much wraps up, I think, the, con the conservation station. I think so. Okay. We w then we went on to the actual Africa area. The safari. The safari, yes. Well, there's the whole Africa area, and the safari well, yeah. is the big ride in it. Um, and then, so the first thing we did there was the safari ride. Because the, our fast pass was up by the, the time we got Harambe back. The Harambe safari. Yes. Uh, yep, and we did, we used the fast pass, which let us go right on. Yep. Uh, although... Uh, I noted I watched carefully as we used the fast pass, and the people who were entering through the standby line at the same time who just walked right into the ride, and us with the fast pass going in, uh, we were actually passed in line by the people doing standby because of poor line management. Uh, so it, the stand the uh, the fast pass does not always to your benefit because people with strollers and small children are very obnoxious. Yeah, well they made the people with the strollers in the standby line come yeah. across the fast pass line and block it and they had nowhere to go and they but, were stopping them from going anywhere so they were, were these, trapped there were these two people it was a mother and a father and they each had a stroller with a kid in it and they stopped right in the line instead of going in the stroller area and yeah. stopped the whole fast pass line. right which then stopped because standby people with strollers ran into them and had to stop and it right. became a huge congestion it was really annoying yes. and really the cast members were trying to be nice and i sometimes i feel like they need to be get out of the way hello yeah yeah they need to be a little bit more aware of when they're aiding people who are being rude to others Right. And not, you know, it's, it is important, I think, Disney's whole thing is, you know, they're trying to be nice to everyone, but sometimes they fail at that because they're focused on too small of a level. Yes. They forget that there's a whole bunch of people who, you know, there's 50 people standing in that fast pass line who think that the cast members are being rude to them and they're trying to be nice to one person who was being rude. 
-hmm. And so, yeah. Um, but uh, the safari, no, I did the safari a number of years ago, and uh, it was awful. It was absolutely pathetic. Uh, the whole ride centered around this uh, uh, action storyline where they said there were poachers coming, and they carried machine guns, and they all shot at each other. And it was uh, supposed to be this big, exciting thing. And it just wasn't exciting, and it wasn't interesting, and there were uh, practically no animals to see, which is kind of the purpose of a safari ride. And so uh, I was very disappointed with it the first time I saw it. But this time, uh, apparently due to insurance reasons, uh, for obvious reasons, they, um, they no longer do the same poacher storyline. They do mention the poachers because some of the, the uh, 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 scenery, the setup is still there. Mm -hmm. And so they, they have, um, they, they kind of mention it, but it's real quick. It's, it's, it's kind of just a, an aside. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's an aside, and they mention it every once in a while. But it, and then the scenery is really only right at the end. Right, and yeah. It's, and it's really silly, the whole end part. But the actual safari was really cool. Right, because now there's actually animals. Yeah, they have done an excellent job with getting animals to stay out in the open for these trucks to go by. Like, they've made it so all their feeding areas are right in the perfect place for truck after truck after truck to go by. Because this ride is actually somebody driving you around on these paths right, this isn't, in a truck. This it's isn't not a traditional a ride, yeah. Yeah. It was very cool. It was very, like... Um, you were right next to animals mm -hmm. and like giraffes, rhinoceroses right next to the truck, just munching away on their head. Yeah. That was a little scary. Actually, the, the, the thing that I thought was the most dangerous situation, if you were, you know, I'm sure there's an unbelievable amount of protection here. This is Disney. Their insurance costs would be so high if they weren't so careful. Um, but the one that I couldn't figure out how they were keeping us safe was when we went by the hippos. Because hippos are aggressive. Rhinoceros are not aggressive. That's true. You know, the, uh, a trained rhinoceros is a decently safe animal, but hippos are are vicious. And they could knock over the truck. It oh, seems easily. Like they could, yeah. Yeah. The rhinoceros could definitely knock over the truck oh, well, if yes. they got pissed. But. And, well, and they could, uh, they could horn someone who's exposed on the side of the truck as well. Yeah. At the conservation station, they did have this movie about how they train the hippos to open their mouths and get used to people and stuff. So I'm wondering if the only hippos that they have there are hippos that they've trained since they were babies or something. I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. but I'm, I'm still surprised that they... They are dangerous. Oh, very yeah. dangerous, yeah. They're so cute, though. Oh, yeah. they're cute. The hippos were neat. They're, they are neat. Yeah. I'm glad that they were there. Yeah. But I couldn't figure out how they kept them from getting to the ride. Because the there water that they were in was splashing on our tires pretty much. So. Yeah. So um, we, we've heard, I guess Scott has heard, that Disney has ways to keep the animals away. But you can't see it. Yeah. You Not even at all. You feel like you're open to almost all the animals. Right. There's, there's a few that it's obvious that there's a, a moat between you or, or a fence that's, you know, Like the crocodiles. Hidden. Right, yeah. yeah you don't feel were... like the crocodiles are going to get to you. Right. But, but definitely the hippos and the rhino, and I, I mean, and the giraffe may be open to you, because what's a giraffe going to do to you? You're in a truck, yeah, maybe it's going to take someone's hat, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that would be funny. That would be a very funny uh, safari. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so the safari ride was excellent this time. And there was a cheetah roaming around with all the other animals. Yes. Yeah, that was pretty cool. There was a cheetah off in the trees. You know, the thing that makes it so cool, I think, is that it's, 
a bunch of different animals hanging out together, just like they would out right. on the savanna in Africa. Like all the, the different hoofed animals, like the giraffes with the Thompson's gazelles and, and with the ostriches and, and the wildebeests, and they're all together. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was so well done. I'm very impressed. Go Disney. Yeah. Very good job. It was it was very nice. Do not miss that when you go to Disney World. It was awesome. Yeah, and so that's I'm really glad that this is one of the things I can say that is a huge upgrade from the last time I was there because so many things have been, you know, we've had to say, oh, they took out something great and put in this horrible, horrible thing, uh, and for once we get to say, wow, this was this is a huge improvement in the same space. Right. Um, so after okay, so after the safari, uh, we did the Panjani. Uh, forest Trail, I believe they Pangani? call it. Hey, I have no idea. Some, it's an African word. We're not really sure. I think it's, an, it's a word they made up. Oh. They did that it's a like lot. It's like P-A-N-G-A-N-I. So pronounce yeah. it how you will. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one. There's a whole bunch of stuff that they made up like that, and they keep saying... One of the problems with uh, the Africa section is they keep saying in, in the native language as if there's... A language of African. That, right. Um, like the whole continent speaks the same language. It was very confusing. Yeah, they were a little bit weird about that. Yeah. I feel that they needed to, they really should have approached Africa from a little bit more of a, a diversity kind of perspective. Yeah. You know, I, I think that children <laughs> who go and see this will be very confused as to what Africa is. It makes me, you know, the only thing I can think is that they must mean Swahili because that's what... I would think that that would be what most white people would think was going on in Africa. I don't know. Maybe. Most Westerners. I don't know. That's the only thing. Isn't isn't Jambo Swahili? I honestly don't know. I have no, no I, idea. I don't believe it is. Oh, okay. I think it's Zulu. Oh. Oh, Zulu. Hmm. And uh, this is a quick aside for uh, Loopy, uh, should he be listening, but uh, I believe that the dead animals we saw were a Jumbo kidding. Okay, moving on. Um... <laughs> the uh, the Panjani uh, trail was very good. Yep, very well done. Uh, it's all because walking. at its heart, this is a world-class zoo. The exhibits yes. are amazing. The animal habitats, they do, they've spent a lot of money making these animals have, like, the best habitats of any zoo in the world, I feel. Yeah, that's that's definitely yep. true. They do And uh, that would make this a good time to mention that the uh, Animal Kingdom does replace, unfortunately, the world-class zoo that Disney did operate previously whose name was confusingly Discovery Island. It was located just to the east of the Contemporary Resort. It was not attached to any of the parks. It was a standalone area uh, back when there was only it and River Country as the only um, extras. There was the Magic Kingdom and there was Epcot as the main parks. And then there was Discovery Island, which was a full working world-class zoo with amazing uh, exhibits and habitats. Um, and they did lose a number of those exhibits, like the, the Galapagos uh, tortoises. Oh, yeah. Where are they? I don't know. And they did have the South American they... ro- rodents. They were the only, and uh, what is the name of the, the large South American rodent? It's the, it's the second largest rodent in the world. Uh, we'll look that up and get back to you. Um, the uh, uh, Discovery Island previously was the only zoo in the world that was able to mate and keep uh, these uh, rodents, and that that's part, as far as I know, they no longer have them in the animal kingdom. So that is very unfortunate, that they were the only one able to do it, 
and are and are no longer involved with it. And the rodents that they had were uh, they live I think twenty to thirty years and uh, maybe not quite that long, but a very long time. And uh, the ones that they had were often known by visitors. They would come out of the they were open. They could wander right in, and people could pet them. And uh, capybaras. That's what they're called, capybaras. Wow. Not like, kookaburras. Not kookaburras. That would be an Australian tartar sauce like <laughs> like uh, food that is really good with coconut shrimp. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, there you um, go. <laughs> but the capybara, uh, second largest rodent in the world, is a very sweet rodent that can be tamed and they were able to breed them and it was very sad and the ones that they had they had a male who got very old and died and a lot of people knew it and it was very sad and I was fortunate enough to know that male from uh, my trip to that zoo in 1987, and its mate, uh, I'm, I'm guessing, died sometime since then. Um, but I did see it in, uh, I saw her in the late 90s uh, and got to pet her. So um, so that's very sad that they don't have that anymore. But So Discovery Island was shut down, but most of the exhibits, most of the animals from there were moved to Animal Kingdom. Um, and now in its now that they've finished it, or more or less finished it, a lot of the feel of the old Discovery Island has moved over. Uh, but I do find it sad that they didn't keep the old one open as well. I realized that there there was going to be no draw for it at all. But it was so remote and isolated that it was a really nice zoo with very few people. Uh, whereas Animal Kingdom is packed. Yes. So that's, uh, that's unfortunate, but uh, I do believe most of the animals are, are moved over. And uh, definitely the uh, uh, the, the bird show. Uh, Flights of Wonder. Flights of Wonder was at the old Discovery Island. It was very, was the most popular attraction over there, and they moved that over. So that's great that that same show is still going, because that was a classic. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's just in a different location. I did see the original. You did? I did. Mm -hmm. Oh, you I went out to Discovery it. Island? I told you that, yes. Oh, okay. Well, good. And they moved over to the aviary, which was closed today, unfortunately. So we didn't get to see that. Nope. I really like the aviary. Last time I was in the Discovery Island aviary, they had a new group of uh, a dozen uh, to 20 uh, small yellow uh, South American parrots that were, they actually had warning signs about these parrots because they were, they were so aggressive. Uh, and a lot of people didn't go into the exhibit because of it. And I went alone. And at one point I was wearing a shirt that was black and red and the red was really, really bright and I kind of looked like a, a walking flower. And the entire flock of parrots decided to attack me at once. And I was completely beset by these parrots and they were clinging onto every piece of my shirt and were a lot a light on my hat and were pulling my hat apart and picking at my clothes and nipping at my ear. And uh, it, was, it was something. And I ended up walking through most of the exhibit with these birds just all over me um, and, because I didn't want to scare them away. And they were more or less friendly. They weren't trying to hurt me, but they weren't sure what to think of me. And so it was weird. And so I ended up being in a lot of people's vacation pictures because people kept asking if they could pose with me with these birds all over me. And uh, so it was very interesting. That was a lot of fun. And then after a while, uh, I shook them off eventually, and I was about to leave the aviary, and I had to stop some people and ask them to check my back because I, I felt like my shirt was heavier than it should be. And, they, and I did have a couple uh, birds that were hiding in the small of my back, hoping I wouldn't notice them, <laughs> and that uh, we had to brush them off to get them to go away. So that was a lot of fun. You might have been accused of trying to steal them. I might have. 
They were very, a very Boy, attractive birds. Boy, what a birds. funny story that would have been. Yes. <laughs> You'd be like, no, I'm not. What are you talking about? <laughs> They're stuck to my back. <laughs> um, so anyway, so uh, we did the trail, and it's a it's a it's a walking trail, and this is where you can see the hippos. They have a, an underwater uh, viewing uh, room that you can look in on the hippos, and we did have a hippo float right by the window, which was really and cool. And it, it went, "Hello, I'm a hippo," right by the window. Yeah. It like did a turned and faced faced the window and did like this really cool posing thing it really did it, really it did. was a show off yeah yeah it was I, so cute they may have trained it to do that you know i really feel like there's a reason why um all those cartoons the, the hippo is always a ballerina yes because when you watch them underwater it really they're like on their tippy toes and they're so graceful underwater yeah it's hilarious they're really like ballerinas they are they're very funny yeah um and there's a gorilla exhibit mm -hmm. which was very very good uh, and uh, there, there was a lot of other stuff. It was, it was good. It was, yep. it was entertaining. Uh, definitely go do it. Take the time to walk through. Much better than just going and viewing animals in cages. Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, so then we, uh, we, we actually went and got lunch at this point because it was, it was getting about noon. Actually, we had lunch before we did the safari because remember I wanted to sit in the front row so I wouldn't get bounced around as much. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, we did it pretty early. Well, we did Tuskers for lunch, which is right, right there in Africa. The Tusker House. Tusker House. And uh, it's just counter service, but I thought it was very nice, and I thought their out outdoor seating was a very nice location. Mm -hmm. So that was nice. Um, and, uh, okay, so after Africa, we went on to Asia. Yes. So we did Rafiki's Planet Watch, then we did Africa, then we went and did Asia. And we were very wary uh, because we'd heard a lot of horror stories, mostly from the guidebooks, uh, about how wet you get when doing the... Um, the Cali, Cali River, River Rapids, Rapids. yep, yeah. uh, which is the big new attraction. It's the it's the hottest thing right now in Animal Kingdom. Um, it's uh, it's a, a river rapid ride. It's uh, for those of you who've been to Darien Lake. It's similar to the the big ride that they have up there. Uh, it's definitely better than that, but it's that style. Uh, everyone sits in a big circular raft, and uh, you flow down a, a rapidly flowing river, and uh, they get you wet. That's pretty much the. Yep. Uh, uh, but uh, I think we decided that it was very well done, and we really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. I know I had a good time. I yep. really liked it. I only had a, well, if I had been the one uh, down the steep drop facing backwards and had had the tidal wave come up over my head, like the people who had that happen to, I don't think I would have had quite as good a time. Maybe not. They seemed to have a very good time. Yeah, it was funny not being the one that got Yes. Hit with the tidal wave. I very carefully calculated uh, quickly in my head the weight of all the people I saw boarding and uh, sat appropriately at what I felt was the lightest part of the boat. Yep. And I did manage to go exactly forward into uh, uh, the, the big slide. It's true, you did. And, and, yep. the, and I was the one facing backward as we went into it. Uh-huh, so and it, it swung around. It swung, swung all the so way around by be weight. be aware that uh, weight makes you go backwards. If you're the heaviest side, you'll swing around. Yep. Gravity. Never before have I been the lightest side, but it uh, <laughs> worked out today. <laughs> yes, it uh, did. So I was almost completely dry getting off the ride. I'd, be, I'd been sprinkled. Mm -hmm. uh, and you were moderately wet. Yeah, I was splashed. Yeah, seriously splashed, I would yes. say. Whereas the three or four of the other people in the boat were... 
absolutely saturated with water. As if they'd gone swimming with their clothes on. Yeah, it, pr Sopping pretty much wet. that level. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but our possessions that we had with us did not get wet. No, they didn't. We stayed dry. So they have this little thing in the middle of the boat that you can cover up your stuff with plastic. Yeah, it doesn't work incredibly well, but it's uh, it, it seems to work for the most part. Good enough. Yeah, don't put you know your video camera in there without some kind of protective covering. That would be stupid, but it might survive anyway. Yeah. Um, but uh, this is not uh, this is not to qualify as uh, information for your insurance. Um, so th so that was good. Uh, we definitely recommend doing that ride. Do not be scared away by the fact that you might get wet. Yes, you might get wet, but it was uh, fun. It was fun. Yeah. And if you do get really 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 wet, ride it a few more times. There you go. Yeah, that's that, true. Yeah. If we had gotten soaked, we would have done it again. We probably. definitely would have. As long as we're wet, we might as well do it again. Right. That's we true. didn't want to push our luck as it was because we had to go to dinner. Yes. Um, and then after that is the, is it the, I don't even know the name of it, the forest trek. It's the <laughs> Maharaja, the Maharaja jungle trek. Ah, there we go, Maharaja jungle trek. And uh, this one is similar to the uh, footpath over in Africa, but this one is targeted at the, uh, the large tiger cages. Uh, yes. That's really the centerpiece. Mm -hmm. And there is a Komodo dragon. Yep. Perhaps a few, but we only saw one. Yeah, I'm sure there's more than one. And uh, uh, there was a, a large bat exhibit. Yes, gigantic bats. That, that was, was cool. Like that part in Indiana Jones with the giant bats. Yep. Remember that? Yes. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom? Mm -hmm. It was those bats. It was. They're really cute. They were all sleeping, of course. It they was were. During the day. Yeah, we were there just after noon. So. Yep. The Bengal tiger exhibit is amazing. They do it like... Um, Indian ruins. Yes. And uh, it was just, it was beautiful. The amount of detail that goes into the, into the inside of the, of the habitat. Yeah. It's amazing. Like statues knocked over and buildings, is, like temples that the cat's habitat is in and like stairways leading down to pools of water. It was just amazing. It was beautiful. It really was. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely the best exhibit I've ever seen for tigers. Yes, really. It was just, it was gorgeous. Very well done. Yep. Uh, those tigers may have believed they were still in Bengal. It's possible. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that was great. Uh, definitely do that. Uh, and that's all, um, with the exception of the River Rapids, pretty much it's been a zoo the entire time up to this point. Right. Um, then we went on and did Dino Land. Yes. And Dino Land is really targeted towards the kids. Yes, it uh, is. There's a whole bunch of... Uh, like playground kind of stuff and carnival kind of rides. Is that like Chester and Lester or something Chester like that? And Le Chester and Kester, I think. Chester and Kester, I yeah. tried to read it at one point. It wasn't written very well. It's very much um, set up like a little carnival. Like it, I think it was supposed to be a lot like Coney Island because it's it Dinoland USA. Right, Dinoland USA, and it's, it's set up to be a dinosaur car carnival. Right. As if it was a small dino town of where dinosaurs lived in their carnival, and you got to ride it. Oh, okay. Because I didn't, we didn't go in there because there were so many families with little screaming children. Yeah, well, it it's definitely, it's nothing but kids' rides. Right, exactly. So yeah. we didn't even really go in there. Yeah, we walked only... by and went, oh, there's a lot of kids in there, and we didn't go in. Yeah, well, we wouldn't have gone in anyway. It was a little kid ride. That's well, all I it is. I might have wanted to see it. Oh, I see. Yes. Doesn't mean I would have ridden anything. Um, the only adult attractions in Dinoland USA is uh, the ride dinosaur, which is which we did, which is the big action uh, dinosaur ride. Uh, you go back in time and have to bring back a dinosaur with you just before a meteor destroys the Earth. Yep. 
Now I have a confession to make. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until we were in the pre-show and it told us we had to bring back an iguanodon that I realized that the one that they were showing is the one from the movie Dinosaur. In fact, it was only then that I remembered that that there was a Walt Disney um, computer animated movie called Dinosaur, which is what this is based on. Yes. Yep. But I did not remember that at all. Oh, okay. Yes. But Felicia Rashad was... um, in the pre-show, which was a nice surprise. Yeah. In the original pre-show, it was Ellen DeGeneres and Bill Nye the Science Guy, and I'm pretty sure that that part of the show was only not shown because there was no weight whatsoever for us, and that was part of the extended uh, weight line attraction. Oh, okay. I think because we had no weight at all. We walked right through and got right into the uh, safety information section. Right. So. Now, that ride was very cool. It was. It was very it, well done. It's a neat ride, but it was really windy, and I had my contacts in, and so I had to have my eyes closed. My eyes, like, slitted for a lot of it because they were getting so dry, and that is the bumpiest ride I've ever been on in my life. Yeah. It's incredibly I'm, bumpy. It is. Uh, definitely be prepared to be jostled around quite a bit. Yes, and I um, had to brace myself. I was concerned about my back, so I braced my elbow because it really throws you. Yeah. Like, I had no idea. The first time it started throwing us around, I got jostled a little more than I would have liked because I didn't realize. Oh, the other thing I was afraid of is that my backpack was going to bounce right out of the truck. I kept, yeah. I kept bracing my feet against it because I really thought I was going to lose it. And this ride is dark. Yeah, it's yeah. almost pitch dark half yeah. the time. And they have, you know, dinosaurs jump out at you. So this is not a ride for small children. Kids were screaming. It was oh, yeah. pretty funny, like screaming and crying. Yeah. Yeah. That part, that part was funny. Yeah, this is where they teach small children their lesson. Yes. Ha, ha, ha. This is where they take them if they've been See, bad. Kick me as you walk by me in a stroller. <laughs> That'll do ya. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, there is also also the uh, Cretaceous Trail, I think it's called, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, it has, that. like, it's, uh, models of dinosaurs or something. Oh, I was not aware of that. Uh, everything I read about it, it's a it's a horticulture trail oh. where you walk through and see exhibits of plants they believe to have come from the Cretaceous period. Oh, okay. And so it's a, it's a plant exhibit. Oh, well, see, that would have been more interesting because all I saw were these plastic dinosaurs. Uh, that was part of the kids' stuff. That was in oh, front of it. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. This is like a, as far as I understand, it's a, it's a trail for the adults to take while the kids are playing in the playground. Oh, Okay. Um, so that's but that's all there is in Dino Land. There's, there's very little there. Then we went on to Discovery Island at the end of the day instead of the beginning of the day. Right. And in Discovery Island is the big centerpiece of uh, the entire animal kingdom, which is the Tree of Life, which is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, and in the Tree of Life, this is a gigantic uh, man-made tree structure. Uh, and in the roots of the tree is a whole bunch of walking paths and uh, uh, little waterfalls and streams and plants and small animal, animal exhibits. Uh, so it's very interesting. Lots of artwork has gone into that, an unbelievable amount of detail. So that's really interesting to go do. Uh, and then as you wind through it, you eventually end up at the It's Tough to Be a Bug 3D movie, mm-hmm. which I think is the second best 3D movie in all of Disney World. I agree. It's it was a, good. It was cute. It's very good, yeah. Yep. Although, the stink bug smells like coffee. Yes. That yes. seems to be a theme. Uh, the Disney engineers seem to believe that small children believe that the grossest smell in the world is coffee. Yes, that must be what it is. I, it must be. Because I'm like, that smells good, not bad. Yeah. Well, I it's. Understand. I think they may do it because 
uh, children want to be grossed out, and it works, and adults don't want to be. And they that say, and then they say, I could go for some coffee. I wish that Stitch had burped up that coffee smell instead oh. of that really nasty chili smell that yeah. every once in a while I feel like I'm still smelling it. Yeah, and it didn't really smell like chili. Later. That was definitely a chemical smell. Yeah, it was just It was nasty, nasty. yeah. yeah. Um, that was a bad decision on their part. But um, It's Tough to Be a Bug was cute. It was. Don't it's miss very, it. very good. Yeah, that you, was good. you have to do It's Tough to Be a Bug. You can skip the Muppet 3D, and uh, you should skip the uh, Honey, I Blow Up the Audience. You should shrunk not skip the Shrunk the Audience. Uh, well, they blow you back up the end. That is true. We gave it all away now. Now you know. Um, uh, the, the Muppet 3D you should not skip, but if you had to, it's okay. Yes. So that was our adventure in Animal Kingdom today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was pretty much all we did. Yes. Uh, then we, we left uh, before the parade started. We got out just before the parade started. And then uh, this was actually the highlight of our day. We went to the Animal Kingdom Lodge, which is actually some distance away. You have to take a bus. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have their own wildlife preserve, which is a poor term for it. It's not a wildlife preserve. It is a large, single exhibit, really. Mm-hmm. that is built into the inside concave portion of the resort itself. And it is something right out of the Animal Kingdom uh, safari show, basically. It is uh, zebras and antelopes, um, which uh, wildebeest, the gnus, uh, which are large antelopes, and uh, giraffes. Scott's an angliophile. Yep. And um, <laughs> the... Uh, Zebra. And... Uh, they just kind of so it's it's uh, uh, lower maintenance, very friendly animals, but in a very savanna-like setting. And you can there's a whole little uh, exhibit area that you can walk through, and then uh, many of the guest rooms look out over this savanna setting, and these uh, herd animals just kind of wander over this area. So it's kind of like look at the the theme I believe is that you kind of look out on the Serengeti. Right. Is really how they do it. And it, so there's no uh, predatory animals out there. It's just the calming, you know, giraffe snibbling on trees and uh, wildebeest wandering around chasing birds. And uh, it's very pleasant. Yep. So we went out and checked that out. And that was very nice. And uh, we walked around the Animal Lodge a little bit, and saw, or the Animal Kingdom Lodge a little bit, and saw how that was, which is it's a very nice hotel. Uh, which it should be. It's one of the uh, the full price uh, Disney hotels, full uh, all out Disney resort hotels. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a little bit of time to kill because we were going to have dinner out there. Uh, so we stopped by the Victoria Falls Lounge uh, for about half an hour and just relaxed there. Uh, that was uh, it's a very nice setting overlooking Boma, which is the restaurant where we were going to have dinner. Yes. And then at uh, just after five o'clock. Uh, we got into Boma uh, pretty much right as they opened, which by the time they opened, there was a tremendous waiting line. Which I had read that it was a very popular restaurant. It's a buffet. It's an all-you-can-eat buffet. And those tend to be popular for a good reason. Yeah. That was They're a, really the best value. That was an incredible uh, food value inside Disney World. Yes. Uh, world-class food. It was absolutely amazing. And this is, we're at pretty much the trough of the off-season. There is as few people pretty much as there ever is in Disney World. And this was an uh, off-park uh, restaurant. This is in a resort, not in one of the parks. So it's a, a lower volume than you normally get at the, at the popular restaurants. And it was in a resort that was hard to get to, not very well known, and had another restaurant in it 
So it had competition even within its own resort for, uh, I think, similar fare. Uh, but not a buffet, obviously, but I think it, they shared a lot of cuisine. And even so, at, at it opening for very early dinner by 5.30, every seat was gone. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, this was a popular, popular restaurant. Which, if you think about it, we spent like an hour and a half there. Yes, we did. So if everybody spent that long, although we were pacing ourselves. We did. We wanted uh, to shovel in as much as we could. Definitely every table in our area was seated after us and left before us. That is true. So we were there longer, apparently, than most people. Yep. I didn't pace myself enough. Enough, yes. Yes. Uh, and so on to the food. The uh, cuisine is African and African-inspired. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of uh, non-traditional dishes involved. Uh, a lot of stuff that people will recognize, but a lot of stuff that people wouldn't, uh, at least most people wouldn't. Um, but uh, overall, uh, we were immensely impressed. It was amazing. Yeah, it was wonderful. And our server was great, too. Yes. When we told her, we came in and she asked if, she, if we had ever been there before, and we told her no. And so she brought us right over to the buffet and said, well, let's, let's pick up a few things. And the first thing she did was make us a little Mickey Mouse head out of uh, some dessert. Mm-hmm. She said, you have to eat this first. And then she said, well, and you have to have some of this, too, and made us a hummus and chip plate mm-hmm. and, and walked a us along. A hummus sampler plate. Yeah, hummus sampler plate, pretty much. And walked us along and explained all the different sections. And that was that was really helpful because mm-hmm. it's a little intimidating. It's a huge buffet. It's a it's a very large buffet. Yeah. I think they had ten to twelve salads. Yes. And those salads were amazing. They were very good. They had three types of hummus. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the best flatbread I've ever had. It was yummy. That was delicious flatbread. Good stuff. They had uh, they had a number of non vegetarian selections, which we obviously did not try, but did look good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they and they claim that their uh, I believe it was roast beef was their centerpiece. I believe so today. Uh, something m- something beefy. It may have been prime rib. It was prime rib. Ah, uh, prime yes, rib. Yes, it was prime I rib. I only pay so much attention because we don't, don't eat, eat that it. stuff. Yeah. yeah, but uh, they do have salmon every night, mm-hmm. and that was excellent. Yes. Uh, but uh, if you if you do go there, the things that you absolutely cannot miss include the South African potato salad. That was good. And the curry pasta salad that was very good too those two you could have an entire meal of just those you could and if you're not careful you will yes <laughs> we had a little too much of that we did uh yeah. but everything we had the peanut rice oh was that amazing mm-hmm. um so it, it was really hard to save room for dessert yeah i actually did not save enough room i was unhappy because they had banana bread pudding and i love bread pudding it's my favorite dessert and i hardly got to eat any of it yeah which really is a good thing i guess (laughs) when you consider my blown south beach diet (laughs) but i'm doing a lot of walking so it doesn't count none of the calories count amount of walking none of the food in disney world has calories is what we were told and why are we able to do that walking Oh, yes. Arch supports. Yes, yes. Dr. Schultz arch supports. Um, But this is, uh, I think so far, this is our top dining experience. Definitely. Um, The character dinner was a lot of fun. Yes, the Garden Grill character dinner was very, very close. Yes. And its potatoes au gratin were so good that it it rivaled the South African potato salad, I feel. That is true. uh, They're they're so different, it's hard to compare. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, uh, the... Garden Grill only had the potatoes au gratin, and the uh, uh, Boma did have uh, two dishes that were 
at the same level, I feel. So I think it pulls ahead. You know, um, the thing about Boma is that you have to have a somewhat adventurous palate. That is true. You have to be willing to try new things. And I could see, this is why it's amazing how popular it is, because yes. you really, um, it, you have to have a sense of adventure. Yeah, the, the food is exotic with, uh, they did have for children, yeah. um, but I'm sure they let the rest of you have it too, especially because it's the cheapest thing on their menu. Um, and it's a buffet that's all you can eat, so they're happy to fill you up with the, the cheapest things that you can find. Uh, they did have mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. They did have... I think they um, had chicken fingers Chicken fingers. They had uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Mm -hmm. So there was a couple items if you got there and found out that you just couldn't handle the spice or the flavors or the textures or whatever. Um, you could fall back and have some really, really staple American fare right, if you had to. boy, is that depressing. Yeah. <laughs> For those people who are eating that stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, Scott, when we have children, they're going to be adventurous eaters. We're going to make sure. We, we hope. No, we're we going to make sure. We may scare them. We're gonna, we're, they're going to eat it. I'm not <laughs> cooking anything but adventurous food then. There we go. No, then they're going to want only chicken McNuggets is, when they go out. Correct. We're not going to take them to McDonald's. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, uh, so then after dinner... Uh, we were ab absolutely stuffed because it's all you can eat. We were so full. The uh, <laughs> after dinner, we went. Uh, we hopped the bus back to Epcot mm -hmm. and uh, found out that uh, just about everything was still open. Uh, and so we did Spaceship Earth again, which was cool that we got to do that. And then we went into the land and did Living with the Land twice. Uh, and for those who are interested, uh, I haven't checked this out yet, but I do believe I have complete videos of the ride. Uh, I videotaped from both sides of the ride, the entire ride, except for the aquaculture section, which would not show up well on film. By of the ride, you mean just the greenhouses, correct? Just the greenhouses, okay. yeah. Not the first part of the ride. No, there's nothing to see, really. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Just the making sure, because that would have been weird. Yeah. The okay. entire agriculture section, not including the fish. Yes. Yes. Which is by far the bulk of the right. We will never farm fish. No. Um, or alligators. Or alligators, yes. They do have a lot of alligators there. A lot of very cute alligators. Uh, and then after um, the land, we went up and did O Canada, which is a 360 circle vision movie. Mm -hmm. Done in 1982, and it shows. Yeah, they, you need to update that, Canada. Yep. Although it did make me want to go back to Halifax. It did? Yeah, it yep. was pretty cool because we recognized the places we had been. Yep. Yeah, it was, which was a lot of the places they showed. Yes. Yeah, definitely not the exotic location that many of the other movies were to us. <laughs> um, uh, we did that. Uh, it was good. Uh, Canada does have a good exhibit there. And then uh, that was it. That was the end of the day. We pretty much rushed back and got to the hotel. Yes, we did. So uh, that was our exciting Thursday. And uh, I guess we'll wrap it up there. People are looking forward to hearing about uh, tomorrow, I'm sure. Yes. Although we haven't decided where we're going yet. Tomorrow. We have no idea. So uh, you know as much we're as we do. Fly by the seat of our pants. Yep. So uh, this is Scott. And Dominica. And we're signing off for the day. Good night. Thanks for listening to SGL Media. <laughs>